G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It's creating that habit. These devotions are meant to be, you know, seven minutes. They're quick. They're meant to be for fun. They're meant to be relaxed and just to raise questions. Even the most intentional parents can find life so full that unfortunately, regular family devotions can be a challenge. Our guest today is Shell Shaw, teacher and author of Together Devotions, a weekly resource and a book targeted at families with primary school age children. We'll be discussing the value of family devotions and the importance of nurturing faith formation in our children. That's Shell Shaw, our guest today, with myself, Brett Ryan, for Focus on the Family Australia. Well, welcome to the program, Shell. Thanks, Brett. Nice to be here. And you're joining us from Broome, Western Australia. Yeah, so yes. So I'm sure yeah, it's I a little am. bit warmer there, a little bit more humid there, and uh, and you've had quite a culture shock. You've just migrated back from New Zealand. Is that correct? Yeah, um, from Taranaki in the west coast of New Zealand. So a lot colder, not many cyclones. So we are in cyclone warning <laughs> at the present. So yeah, it's a very big mind shift. It's been quite the change for my family and myself. Fair enough. Well, speaking of your family, tell us who is in your family? Yeah, okay. So there's six of us. I've got four kids. I've got two boys and two girls, and they range from nine all the way down to two. Right. So, um, yeah, we're, we're a busy, busy family. And you're doing this with your husband? Yeah, sorry, yes. So, um, Mark, um, he's a pediatrician, so that was how we have ended up in Broome. So, he got a consultant job in the Broome Hospital. So, we decided, why not? Let's just go on a year adventure from New Zealand. So, we packed up shop rented our house out and away we went with, I think, 12 suitcases in tow. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about your faith journey and your family growing up. Yes, so I am actually a pastor's kid. Um, My dad was a Baptist pastor for over 42 years. He's retired now, but um, we had a real strong foundation. We went to church. We had so many people in and out of our house. My mum was so hospitable. Um, I remember some nights the youth were paying 500 with my dad to all the hours of the morning, um, <laughs> laughter. Like, it was just real rich. Every Tuesday we had a family over. Faith was in part of our whole world. Yep. It wasn't a separate thing. Fantastic. And growing up, were family devotions part of your world or is this a new thing? Yeah, they were. I still remember the book. I have the book in New Zealand. It was called Little Visits from God. I can't remember how many times we did it, but I do remember being at the dinner table and dad would bring out this book and we'd have little conversations right. and he'd read a little blurb. And yes, yeah, so I, do, I do remember having it yeah. as part of our family. So what about your professional studies? What did you do? Yeah, so I'm a trained primary school teacher. So I did the Bachelor of Education at University of Sydney. And so I've done a bit of teaching here and there. I then I've worked at Wesley Mission. So I've sort of done the social work thing. Um, all my jobs have sort of entwined into 
to sort of social work and teaching. Yeah. I've done a bit of a mix. Yeah. And I'm sure that those skills are not wasted on your own children. No. <laughs> no, they're not. It's um it's actually awesome being being a teacher and a mum. Like I have really found that some of my teaching skills have actually come into play as a like, parent. Yeah. Um, one of the big things is that you don't have to be their friend, you know, like you're their parent, you're not their friend. And, and mm. things like that have helped me to set boundaries and make a routine and make a structure for our family because I mm. know that in order to love them, they need the boundaries, they need the structure, they need yeah. the routine. Well, speaking of structure, were you that structured that you instilled devotion straight away into your children's world or is this something I'm intrigued yeah. about to find out what inspired you to, you know, put pen to paper or fingers to the, you know, the keyboard to yeah. actually put these thoughts that you might have had about doing family devotions? Yeah, okay. I wish I could say, you know, I started, you know, when they were they were three and we, we were regimented, but no, no, we weren't. Um, I always did Bible stories with them. And then in 2020, when we're in lockdown, um, I do Word of the Day, which is a devotion I do every day. And I sort of thought to myself, oh, how can I get the kids involved in this? How can I make it kid-friendly? So I was looking at that and I thought, oh, do I change the words just to, you know, to try and help my kids do a devotion and I was like oh no I don't think it quite works so I just felt God prompt me to say you know why don't you start writing them so um yeah I just sort of put pen to paper um I guess my teacher background helped me sort of think about the questions that I would ask they helped me with the structure of it all because you know it needs to be practical it needs to be short um, (laughs) and it (laughs) it needed to be fun and engaging yeah so um yeah, I guess that I felt like I wanted together to be something that was fun and included in everyday life and conversation. I didn't want it to be like, let's sit down and do this devotion, like a yeah. you know, regimented religious thing. I wanted it to be a part of our everyday life so you can do it wherever you can, where it yeah. fits into your family I love that idea, even just to consider that it has to be practical. It has Mm. to fit into the family dynamics because life can be so full and busy. But yet there's a lot of people who begin listening to this and saying, yeah, I need to do that. I need to be more intentional. But life is so, I've got driving here, there and everywhere. And But what you're saying is this tool, this resource, these devotions can be used in the car, you know, walking along to a function and just it's conversational. Yeah, you've got it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that it was funny today. I didn't even have the book with me, but we were driving to school and I knew this week we have been doing wisdom. So I just remembered what was in the devotion. I just sort of said it out to them. I said, you know, how do we make wise choices? How does God help us make wise choices? You know, did we make wise choices this morning? You know, like it's just I just didn't want to put the pressure and the stress of having you have to do this. But I wanted it to be a life-giving tool. Yeah. I didn't want it to add any pressure. So, you know, so, yeah, we do it to school or we do it just before bed or we do it while we're eating breakfast. Yeah. Just whenever there's sort of a, a spare moment, I guess. Very good. Very good. The challenge is, is that, as you said, you know, some kids are differently wired, the uniquely wired, mm. and some of them sit very still and, you know, yes, mummy, yes, daddy. And there's other kids, they're running around. And that was our experience. We had three boys and to get them into the same room at the same time without someone, you know, 
punching somebody else or getting, you know, <laughs> just pushing their each other's buttons. Uh, he smells, you know, it can be just, we don't have to take it so seriously, but it's yeah. actually incorporating God conversations into our everyday life and applying it to our everyday life. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. So for um, I remember we had a funny example. We were doing Joshua and it was a do not be afraid. So um, in the Let's Discover they had to do um, sort of finger thing. Like they had to put on each finger, like they drew their hand and then on each finger they put who they would go to if they were afraid. So one of my sons is quite black and white. Mum, dad, God, grandparents. You know, like it was quite you you would expect those answers and then my the good answer kid, the 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 perfect yeah, yeah, Christian so answer everything is Jesus and love you know Jesus and love you know <laughs> totally totally it was it was quite funny and then my other son comes to me and he's like mom look at this I've got Bruce I've got John Cena I've got you know some NRL player and it was just and I thought to myself you know what? this is it like have fun with it you know God doesn't want this religious like role play he yeah. wants us to be real he wants us to be authentic and and i thought this is your personality but yet yeah, that's awesome you can go to john cena if you're afraid go for it like you know just trying to <laughs> try, trying to add to the you know, and for those people said, who are yeah. not familiar with john cena he was a, a wrestler and he's also been a movie star and he's just built like a tank but yeah sure. exactly right he, <laughs> that's how i identify is it find someone who's strong and healthy but obviously it could be a catalyst for the you know John Cena is a person you might be able to go to, but is there anyone closer into your yeah. world? And that's exactly what I did. I said, okay, cool, that's awesome. But, you know, could you come to me if you were scared or could you go to your teacher if you're at school? And and that's the conversations that happen. You know, I, I didn't want to just sort of say, oh, that was wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, you know, let's enjoy your personality. Let's enjoy what you enjoy doing and add to it. Fair enough. And obviously... You started with it just with your own family. Mm. What's the unique thing about what you created as opposed to, I mean, I've seen devotional books for kids for many years. What's so unique about yours? Through the feedback, what I've got is that it's a conversation. It's not like let's sit down and listen and teach. It's like let's try and get the kids to think about their faith. Let's get the kids to think about their faith in life. And the questions bring out those moments yeah sometimes you don't sit down and you say oh who would scare you or you know you don't you don't ask these questions but because the questions are in the book you tend to ask them and I I really wanted it to be something that we could all sit down together or stand up or you know however you're going to do it but just have the conversation yeah and I, I think guess it's great. The I, I, I think just even just saying someone can stand up, someone can sit down, <laughs> someone can be work, walking around and, you know, because every child's different and, the, you know, we are wired differently and we learn differently. And so that's another part of what you're trying to do is using the different learning styles in, to incorporate into these devotionals. Yeah. And it's interesting. My two-year-old wants to pipe up and give her piece of when we ask questions. She's like, do me, do me. You know, and, and the kids are really good. They, you know, they listen. Sometimes they don't. But mostly, <laughs> like, they listen to the two-year-old say her little thing. And it just gives everyone a voice, you know, like no one's sort of, you're too young, you can't answer. But, you know, yeah. in our family, everyone can answer the questions and be valued. Yeah. And that's really important that everyone does get a voice to be heard. Mm-hmm. And no answer is wrong. It's just going to be different. No. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And so you started yeah. this with your own family, but then you found out that some other people were interested in what you were doing. Yeah. So I guess for me, I was like, oh, this is actually really helpful for me because we were in lockdown. And I thought, oh, you know, let's just email a few friends and just see if they wanted it. And they said yes. 
and they sent it to their families or their friends and you know it just sort of was like a snowball effect I mean obviously it doesn't everything go perfectly but yeah <laughs> it was a bit of a snowball effect and then I thought okay well how do I get this out to the wider community and that's when I started a Facebook and Instagram and a website that's great my name is Brett Ryan and I hope you're enjoying the show. Stay with us as we continue our conversation with teacher and author Shell Shaw right here on Focus on the Family, Australia. The word for today is Australia's most widely read daily devotional designed to give you practical teaching to keep you focused on your relationship with Jesus. Read it online or subscribe to the free printed edition at thewordfortoday.com.au. Hi and welcome back to Focus on the Family Australia. I'm Brett Ryan along with our guest today, Shell Shaw. And we're talking about instilling faith and Christian values in our children. We're talking about faith. Tell us a little bit more about your own faith. Yeah, so um, as I said before, I definitely had a strong foundation of my faith and I discovered Jesus for myself as I went along. But I guess for me, over my almost 40 years I've been here is that I've just realized Jesus is in every single moment of my life. He is in my joyful moments. He's in my sad He's in my traumatic, he's in my hope, he's in my joy, he's in those He's in those big events in my life. He's in like when I married Mark, when I had a miscarriage. You know, he, he's in those moments. And for me, that is just so fulfilling to know that someone is going to love me unconditionally in whatever moment I'm doing in my life. Like when I'm stressed and I'm yelling at my kids or I'm stressed, God's with me. He's not, he's not pointing a finger at me, but he's just champing me on saying, you've got this shell. And I just feel like faith is life-giving. Like, yeah. you know, um, yes, we are sinful and we do do wrong things, but Jesus came to give us life and um, set us free from yeah. all of that. And for me, that's my strong faith. My strong faith is, is knowing that Jesus is with me and not judging me. Yeah, it's so good. And you spoke to me off air about a little story about when you weren't having a good day, when <laughs> Shell wasn't on a, having her best day, and you incorporated that. And what did your son say? Yeah, uh, we were doing a In Your Heart, which was memory verses, trying to you know instill them in our heart. And it was, I am with you always. And Jack said to me, so that means like God's with me even when you're a little angry and upset, eh, mum? And I said, yeah, buddy. Like... <laughs> It's exactly right. He, he was like putting life to faith and putting it together. Like, you know, Jesus is with us. He's with us always, you know, and and life isn't going to be perfect. Life, it's going to throw curveballs. Yeah. It's going to throw hard moments. And the world, you know, what's happening today with everything going on with COVID and cyclones and, and war, and it's just, uh, it's just, you know, life isn't life isn't perfect, but Jesus has come to give yeah. us life. And that's, that's just so such, it's just beautiful. And I love how it's just, it's a natural conversation. Um, mm. And that's the way it should be. It shouldn't become religious or, yeah. you know, to do tick list. What are the things you're hearing or experiencing that people are saying, well, you know, I know that's what I should be doing, but aren't there some professionals out there that should do this <laughs> for my children? Yeah. Um, and you can't, you can get like that. You're like, oh, I send them to church or I send them to the Christian school. But for me, um, my faith is a life application. You know, I, I want it to be entwined in our everyday life. So even with Together, Together is just a tool, but, you know, 
uh, we have worship music on, we pray before bed, you know, if, if we're all a bit uptight, I, I just say, okay, guys, I'm just going to pray. So it's, so it's, it's teaching our kids in the everyday moments, you know. I don't want to put it in, okay, that's a church thing. They're going to do that at Sunday school. Yeah. You know, the school's going to do it. Or, you know, it's allowing our moments to be real and faith authentic. That's great. Yeah, you know, it's a developing habits, isn't it? Like it is. And to making this is how we do life. This is our family. This yeah. is our norm. So what would you say to the parent who's listening to this right now and saying, well, You've got perfect children, you know. Um, my kids aren't wish, interested no. <laughs> or um, uh, they will, will never sit still or they will keep on saying, oh, I'm bored, you know, like <laughs> what would you say to them? I totally get it, hey. Like I totally get that. I understand that all those things, my kids won't be interested, they won't sit still, they'll get bored. But it's creating that habit. These devotions are meant to be, you know, seven minutes. They're quick. They're meant to be for fun. They're meant to be relaxed and just to raise questions. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have all the answers and that's okay. Like we're never expected to have all the answers. You know, we can direct them to people. We can say, oh, why don't we go and ask our pastor that? Or why don't we go and ask a Christian friend? Or why don't we go look at the Bible to see the answers? You know, we we don't have to have it all together. We can't. We never will. Yeah. I think just to unpack that a little bit more, the parent is saying, well, I need to get my life together. How can I instill things when I don't have it all together? But what you're saying is that you don't have to. You can be real and authentic and you'll say, I'm struggling. Mummy's struggling. Daddy's struggling. But God is there for us. And I want to make that as real and authentic and as genuine as I can, having those conversations and incorporating God, even in those, you know, bad times or those frustrating times or, you know, and I don't have to be perfect because we've all fallen short of our ideal. But God didn't love us because we were perfect. He loved us because we were imperfect. Mm. And how and how freeing is that? Oh, very much so. You know very I mean? much like, so. There are moments of days where I think, man, I'm not worthy of this. I shouldn't be a parent. Mm. And it's, you know, it's sad when you think those things, but you've just got to be like, no, I am a parent and I am doing the best job that I can with what I've got. And I think you've just got to encourage us as parents because it is tough. Yeah. And it is an incredible privilege, and we have to take that privilege seriously because we have, and I've said this in doing parenting seminars all over the country, you know, you have first voice privilege. What are you going to do with it? Mm. So, speaking about what are you going to do with it, what has worked for you and what has definitely not worked for you when you're trying to do these devotions? When you're running around crazy in the morning, probably not the best time to do it. Good. Noted. Um, I guess it's just trying to create a rhythm in your life. You know, for us, what works real well is after teeth, we sit down on the couch and we do it together just before bed. You know, everyone's quite calm. Mm-hmm. You know, we've just had a, you know, we've already just had a story and now it's, let's do it together. Yep. It's just creating those moments where they're not hungry or they're not tired. You know, just trying to be yeah, realistic. The two big things that can get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You know, you just got to be realistic with what you do. And, you know, if it's all going to Hitting not work, everything. Just, yes. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, all right, that, that's fine, guys. Let's just wrap this up. Like, yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't force it because you don't want the faith to be forced. Very I remember much one so. morning at the breakfast table, we had three sitting up, and then one was in the lounge room with a blanket over his head. You know, and I could have been like, get up here, you've got to do this. But I was like, nah, bud, just, just stay there. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're not. You, you could be listening under that blanket. I don't have to force you to come up yeah. and sit with us. I mean, they'll hear it. 
even by sheer osmosis, they'll hear it. And they don't have to be, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me type of (laughs) an environment. Whereas, you know, they could be coloring in or doing something. And you've incorporated those things, some activities uh, for the, you know, kinesthetic learners, the ones that like moving around, the one playing around. You know, that's helpful because that's going to allow them to own these discussions and mm-hmm. own that they need God in their own life. Not mum and dad's faith, not grandparents' faith, but they need to own their own faith. Yeah, they really do. And, and I guess we've got to model it, don't we? Because where else, do, you know, we have to model the faith to them yeah. and show them, you know, when what do we do when we're upset? You know, what do we do when we're angry? Or, you know, we model what we do. You know, I, I walk away and I go into the room and... <laughs> And I do some breathing. You know, we've got to show them how yeah. how to deal with all these big emotions that they're having. You know, I put worship music on. Most of the day is worship music for me because I, yeah. I just love it. It's just so filling for me. Yeah, very so much. So we've got to show them. So you've started this and we at Focus love it. We love it. And we'll talk about this at the end, about how people can get their hands on this. But what's your big plans for Together Devotions? Yeah, um... I've been I've been really praying about what's next, and for me, it's just being um, real, wanting to connect with families who are struggling with putting their faith with their everyday life. You know, trying to connect the dots. I mean, I've grand plans. I'd love to put out a devotion for free for everybody, like a, a small paper one. You know, my, my I'd love, but I guess for me, I am just slowly trusting God that He will open the doors, and I will just obediently walk through fantastic fantastic so in the time that we have remaining we've got you know one last question what would you like to say to the mum or dad who's listening to this right now who's saying well i'm a little bit challenged i'm a little bit convicted now and um maybe feeling a little bit guilty that i haven't done this how can they start what could they do take the pressure off you know um find those moments where you can just sit down and just have a one-on-one conversation or a group conversation. Just take the pressure off. It's not guilty, but just to start. Yeah. You know, pick up a tool, not necessarily together, but anything, you know, pick up a devotion that works for your family and just start. Like, you've got to start small. So maybe just do a verse a day or um, do a question in a verse or, you know, read the Jesus Storybook Bible. You know, just start small and then it will become a habit. Yeah. And um, every day, it doesn't happen in our family. To be honest, it does not happen. And I have to come to terms with that's okay. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel guilty that I haven't done this because I believe that my faith is in my everyday life already. Mm. You know, like the way I speak, the way I pray. You know, they, they can see it in our actions that our faith is real. So for the mums out there and the dads, I just want to say don't feel guilty but just to begin, you know, God's not pointing the finger at us. He's loving us and championing us on yeah. to do the best we can. So just pick up a devotion, pick Very up the Bible good. and just start. It is. And and it starts off small. But, I mean, I've been to homes that, you know, they sat straight after dinner and they all sat around the table and, and the dad opened up the Bible and the kids were beautifully. And I was staying at one of our supporters and they invited me to there. And I'm looking at this thinking, this actually exists you know there are some people who can do that and the kids were very engaged and then i went to another home just recently and uh, they were doing a grateful book and one of the, the little boy he was upside down and they were asking what are you grateful for and he said you know xbox or something like that and, and i thought 
Yep, that's him. He was, he was grateful for Xbox and what he was doing. But then he, he said something about a friend and I thought, you know, he gets it. Mm. And I would be encouraging mums and dads to start off, as you said, to start off small and then it builds that momentum. Yeah. Take the pressure off and allow yourself just to have that natural feeling that God is incorporated in you and it's now pouring mm. your kids will see you because we are the first glimpse of who God really is in their lives. That's really true. And, and just like really use those pockets, like be intentional. So for us, we've, you know, we're in a new school. So I was talking about wise choices and friendship choices and, you know, like be practical with where they're at, you know, try and think, okay, what questions should I be asking about their faith in, in this scenario? Like, okay, so how, how have we dealt with loneliness? You know, just try and put yourself in their shoes and think, okay, what do you think our kids are struggling with or what, what do you think our kids really want to tell us because they're so super excited. Yes. Um, and sometimes but, you know, to, being we have to slow down ourselves, don't we? Yeah, yeah we really do. I think we need to just sometimes just stop and give the kid five minutes just to talk. You know, life is so busy and I, and I get that. I get the busyness. Um, mm. But, yeah, I guess just to stop and be intentional with your conversations. Yeah. Well, thank you for being our guest today, Shell. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having us and thank you for endorsing and, and championing together on. It's been such a blessing. Fantastic. Our guest today was Shell Shaw. She's the author of Together Devotions. She can be contacted through her website, togetherfamily.com.au. That's togetherfamily.com.au, where you can sign up to receive weekly devotions or purchase her book. We here at Focus love the simplicity of the Together Devotions as it allows our natural conversations about God and who He is and how He desires to be part of our everyday lives. And we have partnered with Shell and you can download a month's worth of devotions via our website at families.org.au. And thanks for joining us today. We hope this has inspired you as parents and encouraged you to see your children own their faith, recognize they need a Savior, ask for His forgiveness and to love Him with all their heart, soul and strength. On behalf of the team here at Focus, I'm Brett Ryan. We look forward to you tuning in again for another edition of Focus on the Family, Australia. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.